0: listening to Tatiana is Everyone, an Orphan Black podcast. I'm your host, Chris.
1: And my name is Stephanie. And this is not a spoiler-free podcast. We will be discussing Orphan Black in its entirety, which as of this recording is up through the end of the second season. So if you have not seen all of the series at this point, there could be some spoilers ahead for you. And we're talking about Delphine today. And for that, we have a very special
0: guest, Katrin.
1: Hello. Hello. And Katrin is actually a podcaster as well. She is, is part of a intro cast about freaks and geeks called McKinley Cast, which you can find on iTunes. And then Katrin is also on Tumblr at funnier than Polonium, which makes me wonder that maybe Katrin might be a cofene shipper. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being here too to talk about Delphine well, with I'm us. Glad to be here. Always happy to talk about
0: Delphine. That is the thing. Katrin contacted us and said, if you guys are doing a Delphine episode, I would love to be on. (laughs) So we were all like, by all means, please come talk about Delphine with us.
1: We have talked about Delphine before in the context of our monitors episode, which was episode seven. You can go back and listen to that if you would like over at Tatiana is everyone dot com slash seven. And... So that was about all of the monitors from season one, Donnie, Paul, and Delphine. But we thought that given sort of what happened with Delphine in season two, she really merited her own episode and her own discussion where we talked about her individually.
0: Because so much happened in season two, and we got a much better idea of Delphine, I think, in season two. Because they introduced her very deliberately in sort of a, is she a good guy or is she a bad guy kind of way. So... You know, they carried that into season two a little bit, but by the end, I think we can all agree that she's pretty definitely on Kasima's side, right?
1: I think so. I think so, too. I know there are still some people who are uncertain about Delphine, but me personally, I, I feel like even from the beginning of season two, they tried to establish that she's she's on Cosima's side.
2: Well,
0: but they had her do that really shady thing almost immediately, and I mean yes, they did have the whole I'm invested conversation, but Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Never mind.
1: I thought that they established her on Kasima's side, but still were like she might do things behind Kasima's back because she thinks it's best for her. But she was doing it because she was trying to help Kasima, not because she was being devious and working against Kasima and the clones.
3: Yeah, that's what I thought too.
1: Okay.
0: But I think there was still I guess what I'm trying to get at is there was still plenty of fodder for the people who didn't trust Delphine.
1: This is fair. Yes. Yes. But we actually we got a comment. We asked people to send in some Delphine comments before the episode and we got a comment from Tumblr user Phoenix Rising Over the Moon and Phoenix said Unfortunately, I lost interest in Delphine in season 2. I felt like she was mostly there to be cute with Kasima, and while they were incredibly cute, I wanted something more from her. I hope we can know her a little bit better outside of who she is with Casima. And I guess for me personally, while I I was happy with Delphine's storyline in the second season, I do agree with some of the things that that Phoenix said. From the first episode of the season, I actually thought Delphine would have a bigger storyline mm-hmm. in season 2. Oh. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I think
0: I think the overall criticism here that really we wanted more Delphine individually story. I think that's a fair criticism. I personally didn't lose interest in her in the second season, but but that's me.
3: Well, I came into the show late. Like I watched all of season 1 like in the week between episodes 2 and 3 of season two so I didn't really have a lot of time in between I had no time because I just went straight into season two which was nice but um, I didn't have much I don't really know where I was going with this um, <laughs> sorry
0: um, you didn't think, have time to dwell on it between seasons one and season yes, two yes
3: those were the words that would have worked <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think because I watched it that way, i didn't I don't separate the seasons as much. Mm. So I don't know. I still find Delphine interesting. I would love to see uh, more of her storyline outside of Casima, but I think we did get some of that in season two. I think more would be awesome also.
1: Yeah, because we did get to see her, if nothing else, she interacted with, with more people and more clones in particular in the second season. She had her own little storyline with, with Rachel and how Rachel manipulated her at the end of the season. So I, I agree. I, I think we did get more of Delphine outside of her relationship with Kasima in the second season. But I would love to see even more. And I think actually the way that season two ends, unfortunately, with her being shipped off somewhere, maybe, is maybe a good opening to have her have her own storyline outside of her relationship with Kasima, at least in the beginning of season three. That would be interesting. Yeah.
0: And I do want to see more of her interacting with the other characters. Like we, th- we had that one scene this past season, where she came to Mrs. S's house, and was talking to Mrs. S and Sarah. And I remember watching that and thinking how weird it was, because I don't think those three characters had ever, ever been in a scene together before.
1: And it was weird seeing her in Mrs. S's house for me, too. Well, that's I'm like what I'm this saying, character sort of. doesn't belong here. You know, it it was yes, it was she was interacting with these new characters, but she was also in a completely new setting.
0: Right. And going back to the part about season one versus season two, I know you, Stephanie, had sort of this long period where you weren't sure if you could trust Delphine. Mm-hmm. And, like, you just, you weren't sure and you weren't sure. And I think by the end of the hiatus, you were on board with Delphine.
1: This is true. I think actually rewatching season one with you made me trust Delphine more. Uh-huh. I was still, I was still very uncertain about her when season one concluded, like, when when she showed up at at Felix's apartment trying to make nice with Kasima. I'm like, mm. I still wasn't sure if she was there just because of her or if she was somehow sent by Leaky. Mm-hmm. But I, I but again, I feel like actually in the first episode of season 2 where she has that confrontation with Leaky, they pretty much established immediately, no, no, she's on Kasima's side. Like she's was pretty hostile, I thought, to Leaky right. in the first episode. Yeah. Well, and that was the thing too
0: cuz the first time I watched the the series, the the first season, I also wasn't sure basically the entire time. I was like, can we trust her? I don't think we can trust her. And then I think by the last episode, I was leaning towards trusting her as she went back to Kasima. I think the whole time I'm watching it the first way through, I was like, I don't know. (laughs) But I think by the end of the episode, I was kind of like, okay, she's probably okay. But yeah, I don't know. It's, It's interesting to me that that it took you longer to come around.
1: How about you, Katrin? Did you trust Delphine throughout season one? I really, really wanted to. So
3: that kind of probably skewed how I actually felt like I was never a hundred percent sure, but I just wanted her to be good. So I kind of just believed that she was which is dangerous, but worked out. All right. And I think that it was, like, I wasn't 100% sure until, I don't remember what episode it is, but when she goes into Leaky's office because to look for the stem cell line that he hid, mm. like, that was when I was truly, like, 100% sure. Because before we'd seen just how important her career was to her, and the fact that she was willing to risk it for Cosima really cemented it for me.
1: And I wish actually we had gotten a more scenes between Delphine and Leaky, like one-on-one scenes uh-huh. at the beginning of season two, because I thought the one that they had in the first episode was really interesting mm-hmm. to see that switch in their dynamic. Right,
0: and and I guess this is also part of what I guess swayed my allegiance to Delphine in the you know in rewatching the first season. Because the more I watched the scenes with just Delphine and Linky, the more it seemed to me like she was kind of creeped out by him. <laughs> Maybe not creeped out, but... She wasn't entirely comfortable. Right. She looked uncomfortable. That's a much better way to put it. Yes. Thank you.
3: Yeah.
0: But yeah, watching it the first time, because basically, as soon as they introduced her, I'm like, oh, she's going to be a monitor. She's going to be a monitor. <laughs> so I was, I was bracing myself for it, basically, as soon as they introduced her, but... Yeah. This show, you guys.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. And I think while... I feel like her storyline in Season 2, she was still kind of... She was like monitor light, I felt like, in Season 2. Because she... Obviously, Kasima knew it wasn't this covert, I'm spying on you and, and giving information to the other side quite the way that it was in Season 1. But I think she's still... Like I mentioned, she still had this tendency to do things behind Kasima's back because she felt like this was the best thing for her girlfriend. Uh, so I, I think the motivation was maybe coming from a different place. But it, I think we still see her kind of acting kind of monitor-esque in the second season.
0: And I don't know about either of you, but there's the scene where that she has with Rachel where Rachel basically tells her you're going to be you know acting as the what was director? Yeah, what was the She was director of the Diet Institute, I believe. Right. Uh in in Leaky's place. Yeah. And as soon as Rachel tells her that, there's this look on Delphine's face and I think I personally anyway, had this moment of okay, is she super happy because yay promotion or is she happy because she gets to help Kasima?
3: I feel like it's kind of both. I feel like before, like we obviously don't know too much about Delphine, like before we met her on the show, but I feel like she was very career driven. I think her ambition was what drove her and I think she would do anything to advance from where she was. And I think that in a way being made interim director was, you know, it really appealed to that side of her. And it also put her in a position where she could better help Cosima. So I think it, it was really good from both ends for her.
0: I mean, I think that's what it was, too. But it was just one of those. I, I had this moment where when she looked super happy about it, I just kind of got this sense of dread for like a split second. <laughs> because the, because there had been all the talk about, you know, Delphine being so career driven. And, and there's just that lingering thing of, you know, is she on our side, so to speak. Stephanie, thoughts?
1: I don't remember the look, so I don't remember.
0: She just she looks like ridiculously happy for just a second.
1: Hmm. Well, I I do think we do we see more of her professional life in the second season. I we got a sense of it in the first season, but we do get to actually see more of the day to day of what that looks like for her. So, I guess I kind of took it the way that Katrin did that it, to a certain extent this this I'm advancing my career kind of happiness. so I don't remember ha- worrying that she yeah, I don't remember like having a question about what that look exactly meant
0: oh, I mean I'm I'm sure it is what Katrin says. I mean that is also where I landed almost immediately, but for just that split second, <laughs> and maybe my- it's just because I had been. You know, well as I've said before, my dad is always like, I don't trust Delphine. So so I'm just kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, no, more fodder for the people who don't trust Delphine. Because <laughs> for a second there, it's like, it's like, yay, promotion! I mean, yes, yay, I get to help my girlfriend, too. But still. Anyway, I'm rambling, and we should move on.
1: <laughs> so... I also feel like maybe a difference between Delphine in season one, Delphine in season two, I think she becomes, she becomes very deliberately kind of a pawn in Dyad's game, obviously in second season, because Rachel tricks her and uses her to get to Kira. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, maybe she was one from the beginning. Clearly Leaky is not entirely on the up and up, but I think she's used more deliberately in the second season than she was in the first. And, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping maybe that, like, cements her relationship with with Kasima a little bit more firmly.
0: Maybe so. I, I actually do have this question of, you know, do we think that Dyad and or Leaky sent her to Kasima thinking that they'd have a romantic relationship? Because clearly Delphine didn't see it coming. <laughs> but do you think maybe they did think that might happen?
3: I mean, I think it was probably something that crossed their minds. Like I'm, I assume they knew that Casima had relationships with women in the past, and I mean, who wouldn't want Delphine? <laughs> so I, I feel like that was something they always thought was a possibility, and just never let Delphine in on that.
1: Though I, I mean, I though I do wonder if they did know. I mean, surely they would have to. I don't know because Rachel seems surprised. But maybe it's just Rachel didn't know.
3: Yeah, I mean, we're supposed to, like, they're supposed to have all been monitored pretty much their whole life, right? So I just assume they know.
0: Right, and it seems like every clone we've seen with their monitor, the monitor has been their romantic partner. So this is why I wonder. Yeah. I mean, it could just be a matter of thinking that Delphine, because I think we talked about this too before, that it seems like maybe the primary motivation... Of introducing Delphine was to get Delphine to bring Casima to Leaky, mm-hmm. But still, one wonders if there was ulterior motive.
1: Because I, I think she would have been a, a potential good monitor for Casima, just because their interests are so common. You know, they could very easily, because Cosima is in this graduate program, insert Delphine into this world and... She fits in right away, and she and Cosima have a lot in common because of their interests. So even if they didn't end up romantically attached, I think Delphine was a good choice just because of their similarities and their common common interests.
0: Right. I mean, they were fast friends. Yeah. Absolutely. But I don't know. I'm just – I'm suspicious of everything, apparently. I I know. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) Although, of (laughs) course, it's like, well, if that was Leakey's intention, that seems odd also, since he also seemed to – be having a romantic relationship with.
1: Yeah. That's why it, what makes me pause because they were involved.
0: Right. Anyway, I don't know. I just, one wonders or I'm thinking about it too much.
1: <laughs> well, we, I think we mentioned in the first episode, we talked about Delphine, y- you and I like not being sure how Delphine felt about Leaky. Cause I, I feel like she really admired him and his intelligence I'm sure that's true. But as far as her, you know, his, um, yeah, she just always had these moments where she seemed a little bit uncomfortable being with him. So I don't know that the physical attraction was necessarily there.
0: Well, the dude's creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway.
1: Well, and maybe that's why she was so attracted to casima is, is like she they had both you know they had that intellectual attraction as well as that physical attraction
0: mm-hmm. and that is that is exactly what evelyn Brochu has
1: said i know i was alluding to that without saying it blatantly <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then i said it blatantly in case the people who were listening hadn't seen it go watch the video it's adorable it's the most recent uh ask ob with with evelyn Brochu, or at least most recent as of the recording of this podcast
1: you're undermining me, Chris. You're making me sound less smart.
0: <laughs> I will edit it out.
1: I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's so hard to tell anymore. <laughs> <laughs> There's an interesting exchange I think between Leaky and Delphine in the first episode of the of season 2 where I'm not going to get the wording exactly right, but Leaky says something to the effect of "You're a eugenicist." Dr. Cormier, is that a word you're uncomfortable with? And she tells him no. But she kind of is looking to the side. It's it's not... It doesn't feel quite like a real no. Or it was, is at least suggesting to me that she's maybe becoming a little uncomfortable, perhaps, with the morality of the clone experiment. And I guess I was wondering your your two perspectives on how you think maybe Delphine's attitude toward the clone experiment might have evolved in the second season. Do you feel like she started to question the morality?
0: Yes, absolutely. hmm Cause
3: I feel like before, before she knew any of the clones personally, she could just see them as a, as an experiment, but as she got to know Cosima and then Sarah, the only other one she met and Rachel and Rachel. Yes. I forgot about Rachel. Oops. <laughs> Uh, she could see them as people, I feel like, definitely feel differently about this whole experiment.
0: Well, and I think it's a matter of seeing how it's actually affecting them, too.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that was really, you know, her and Kasima's big arguments was about the fact that she wasn't really seeing them as as people. She was still kind of seeing them as part of this experiment, and she needed to see them more as people. Yeah, that's true.
0: And That actually segues right into a comment we got from Your324B21, saying, Every fight, Delphine has folded under Cosima's glare and demands. A relationship to work needs to have equals. Delphine needs to say, I'm with you, and I'm with you. As such, you must stop treating me like the enemy. And I, I see what you're saying, but in the circumstances that we've had, I don't know that that would have necessarily worked.
1: I also feel like in the fights that they have had, Delphine has really been in the wrong. That's what I I'm saying. I love you, Delphine, yeah. but you've really been in the wrong here. Like, it's not just a, you know, I'm taking out the trash too much and you need to help me type of argument. <laughs> it's the fact that Delphine has been kind of erasing Cosima's autonomy. And that's a that's a big deal.
0: It's a big deal. And thematically, it's the sort of the big thing in the show, right? It's that these women are searching to have autonomy. That's the big struggle of the show.
1: And I feel like, you know, Delphine is an agent of Dyad, especially in the first season. And in the second season, I feel like, you know, she's still this agent of a medical institution that does not view these women as being able to make the best decisions for themselves. And part of her journey, I think in the second season is coming around to the idea that, you know, she is erasing their autonomy. She needs to view them as women who could make their own choices. So I think she's that de- they're definitely headed in a direction where they can be equals, but I think actually it was more Delphine, not really treating Cosima as an equal than the other way around.
0: Right. Uh-huh. So, yeah, in terms of, you know, yes, she's folded under Cosima's glare and demands, but, like, she really didn't have a leg to stand on.
1: I kind of feel that way, too. I'm, yeah. I love you, Delphine, but,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, I, I think that's the way the scenes played out, or at least in in my mind. Because, you know, Delphine knew she was wrong. Hence the the sad look and the walking away when asked to leave. You know what I mean? Yeah. Plus, when somebody's that mad... There's kind of no reasoning with them anyway. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Not that she can really reason because, again, she's wrong. (laughs) I also love Delphine, but come on. (laughs) Delphine was
1: wrong. So I guess also in regards to her relationship with Cosima, I was actually really surprised that they were so open about the fact that they were dating to Dyad from the beginning of season two. Was that surprising to either of you or was I alone in that?
0: I hadn't thought much about it, but I guess it maybe kind of is.
3: I I go back and forth on this. Like I'm not really, because especially considering Delphine's past with Leaky, it seems strange that they're so, that Delphine in particular is so open about their relationship. Like at the party when she kisses who she thinks is Casimo in front of all these other people, I that did seem kind of weird to me. But also, I mean. People know that she's Cosima's monitor. They probably, I don't know how many people actually know about the project, but people who do know probably would have assumed they were romantically together anyway since most monitors and their subjects are. I don't know.
0: I guess that's my feeling on it, too. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know that anybody who knew about the whole thing would necessarily be surprised about it, but it does seem odd that they're sort of so open about it in front of Leaky, perhaps.
1: Well, I actually, as she, as you were talking, Katrin, it made me think about something because I guess you're, you are absolutely right. It is not odd at all for a monitor to be dating a clone. As we've seen, a lot of monitors are, are chosen or positioned to be the partner of the clone. But I, and it made me realize, I don't know. Do we ever know that other people know that Kasima knows Delphine is her monitor, because I think that's the difference, right? Is that in these other situations with Paul and Beth and with Donnie and Allison, is that the clones didn't know that they were monitors. I kind of think we have the impression Leaky knows, Kasima knows.
0: I would assume they would all know, just because Kasima
1: knows the, I mean, she's working in Dyad. <laughs> right, but that doesn't necessarily mean she knows Delphine is her monitor. But
0: I I would assume, I personally would assume that they would all know that Cosima is smart enough to figure that out. Because it's not a huge leap.
1: Oh, I know. I know. But I am I guess that's that's kind of just what popped into my mind is the big difference, though, between the other romantic couples that we've seen involving a clone and a monitor. Mm-hmm. But I guess I was... Ask Graham and John. Okay. I guess I was also kind of surprised because it seemed like in, in the first episode of Season 2 when... Delphine shows up at Dyad, I think this is her second scene, the first scene being, you know, the postcoital phlebotomy, <laughs> you know, this guy, this, you know, worker in Dyad comes up to her and says, Dr. Leakey wants to see you. And she gets this look on her face like, oh, crap. And for that moment, at least, it seemed like she was worried he knew something that she didn't want him to know. And yet, later on, she's like, kissing Cosima and all this stuff. So I don't know. I just, I felt like they were setting up perhaps a storyline for Delphine to be hiding something from Dyad, but ultimately she doesn't really. She had stuff from Cosima, but not really from Dyad so much.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe that's, maybe that was her intention that she had that, Oh no, they know moment. And then just kind of said to heck with it and went with it. I don't know.
3: I don't know. I just, I'm trying to remember. I watched these scenes earlier today, so I should remember it better. But I think Kasima says something along the lines of, like, we, you know, don't give them my blood and don't let them know that we know about the patent. Mm-hmm. So I feel like maybe Delphine was thinking that Leaky knew she'd helped Kasima figure out the patent, because I feel like if they knew that, that would be less than good.
1: That's a good point. I forgot about that, the fact that she... yeah. I think you're right. That's the thing she says explicitly, don't tell them. Because I know I know that Delphine from the beginning is telling Kasima that they can have whatever relationship that they want. So But yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point.
0: There's so many layers of deception here that it's like, which one was the Yeah. But I think that I, I think you're right, Katrin. That's that does seem to be the big thing. Cause that was, I think, sort of the the moment they realized the extent of the experiment or the project or whatever you want to call it. Because Delphine even looks pretty taken aback by that. So,
1: yeah, she does. I got the impression she did not know about that aspect.
0: Right. Because that's the moment too uh, in the first season finale when everybody, everybody's sort of leaning towards cooperating with Dyad until they get to that point, And then they're kind of like, oh, hell no. Yeah. <sighs> they totally should have said that in the show. <sighs> <laughs>
1: Uh I think the equivalent was Up Yours Pro Clone, right? Yes, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess the other aspect of her relationship with Kasima this season besides, you know, we had a lot of secrecy still between the two of them was it was very much tied up with Kasima's diagnosis. You know, we had these scenes that were these kind of romantically intimate scenes, but they involved medical procedures. And I'm still not entirely sure how I feel about that. The scenes are, like, they're often really beautiful. Like, they're really beautifully shot and everything. But they still kind of are are strange to me.
0: But I think that's a perfect reflection of their relationship, don't you? Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) Because as wonderful and romantic and lovely as all the things are, there's still this whole project hanging over that relationship, you know?
3: I never really... Got what they were trying to do with those scenes, like, cause I don't know, they made me a little bit uncomfortable where they were being so, you know, like they were really well done and they were cute, but like at the same time it was medical procedures going on, like the one where in um, where Kasima's they're like implanting the stem cells into her uterus, and they're just like being all adorable and stuff, right in front of this other doctor while there's I don't know I'm not making sense
0: no I I see what you're talking about the (laughs) scene where Delphine's being all touchy-feely and snuggly and everything and like the other doctors there with you know with Cosima in the stirrups Yeah, (laughs) and uh yeah I mean they they did that a couple times that sort of thing where they've got the really sort of unnerving medical stuff just because medical stuff tends to be unnerving yeah and anytime
1: anybody's in stirrups i'm just like uncomfortable (laughs) even even henrik yes (laughs) (laughs) i am supremely uncomfortable during that scene (laughs) (sighs) anyway (laughs) yeah i i kind of think that's it was purposeful on, oh, absolutely. On, the, on the show's part, they are totally not afraid to go to a place where you're kind of not sure – where they are making the audience feel a little uncomfortable, feel a little not sure about what to think about what's going on, right? So I think it was definitely intentional. But it's still kind of this question of, yeah, I'm still – and it worked because I'm like, I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> But see, I think that's that's why I think
0: it's a perfect reflection of that relationship as a whole because right. there are so many sort of qualifiers to it. As much as as much as I like the Kofine slash science girlfriend's relationship, you know, they're very cute, but there's all this other stuff there. You know what I mean? There's there's all this deception in the past. There's Delphine giving the blood samples that Kasima explicitly tells her not to give to Dyad, and she gives them to Dyad. Mm-hmm. And then there are the scenes of Kasima sneaking off to take a call from Allison and telling Delphine that it's her mom. Mm-hmm. There's just, there's lots of deception and lies and sort of ugly stuff going on that shouldn't be going on in a healthy relationship but it is going on, and they're still very cute. And so I think that's sort of summed up in those scenes of medical procedures while they're being all cute and cuddly and snuggly and whispering in their each other's ears and stuff.
1: <laughs> I think they definitely hit home not only how much Kasima's sort of medical situation is overshadowing their relationship, but how much the project is still very much part of their relationship. It's just embedded. Mm-hmm. In it, at least at this point.
0: Well, and like all the relationships with the, um, well, I guess with the exception of Allison and Donnie, but the other relationships between clones and monitors—that's how they start. I mean, that's sort of the thing, right? The the project is how they came to even know each other. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh-huh. So conflicted feelings. <laughs> so why do you both? Why do you both think that? Because I, I, I had forgotten about the fact that Cosima hides the fact she's talking to Allison from Delphine. Why do you think that happens, it, that Cosima isn't open about the fact that she knows Allison to Delphine from the beginning?
0: It seems to me like throughout
1: the second season,
0: really ever since episode 109, I think Cosima is a little uncertain about Delphine. You know what I mean? Like she's... She wants to trust her, but I don't know that she ever completely does. Yeah.
1: Because I think we get the sense later on in the season that she maybe even knew that Delphine handed over the blood samples, probably when Rachel mentioned to her, you know, your recent blood tests show this. Mm -hmm. Like, probably Casima figured it out shortly after that, if not in that moment. And I believe in that that scene where she hides the phone call from Allison, I believe follows it. So that might be a big motivator is that even though I feel like Kasima knows that Delphine cares about her, she still doesn't quite trust that Delphine won't give too much information to the project, I guess.
3: I feel like at the point where she's at, she doesn't really trust Delphine and she knows that Delphine, and she knows she could be in danger from telling things to Delphine. I don't think she wants to put her sisters in danger. So... If t- if saying it's Allison could get Allison into trouble, she's not going to do that. If that makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. I get. I have the same impression. She's trying to protect Allison in that moment for sure. Mm-hmm. I
3: think she's accepted that de- that she's in this with Delphine, and that might be putting her in danger. But she's not going to risk her sisters. I guess.
0: Right, because there is the scene in the first episode of the second season, no, no, the second episode of the second season, where Cosima tells Leaky that she hasn't had contact with any of the other clones recently. Right. So I think there is, you know, it could be a matter of plausible deniability, right? Like, Delphine can't say that she knows about something that she actually doesn't know about, or
1: that yeah, was that's, wrong. That, I, I get what you're saying, but okay. that, that's that's a good point, too, that maybe... There was also a protectiveness of Delphine at the same time. I think it was more she was being protective of Allison, but I could also buy that she was trying to keep Delphine out of the loop as well Mm -hmm. for protective reasons. Well, I mean, it's not
0: even necessarily protecting Delphine, but I mean, still, like, even if, you know, if Delphine gets dragged off to get interrogated by whoever, you know, she can't tell anybody about something she doesn't actually know about. So still protecting Allison, but also... Anyway, never mind. Okay.
1: No, okay. That's a good point. So besides her relationship with Cosima, what relationship that Delphine had with another character did you really enjoy seeing, explored, either in a new way or for the first time in the second season?
0: There, There really haven't been that many, though. I do like that she interacted with Sarah some. I think that was sort of interesting and kind of fun. Especially Um, at the beginning. (laughs) Yeah. Yes.
3: I think in season two, we got like, we only got like one tiny little thing between Delphine and Felix. But I want, I liked that. I like the dynamic. Because I feel like, just from Delphine's facial expression when she like says hi to Felix, I feel like she wants his approval like really badly. And Felix is just like, nope. And I would like to see them interact more because I feel like that could be really good and funny. It could be fun.
1: I agree. I feel like there's this hostility between Delphine and Felix because Felix is just so innately protective of all of the clones. Mm-hmm. And clearly, Delphine has not won him over yet. And I just had these moments where I just want to be like, oh, just people like Delphine. Come on, give her a chance. <laughs> she's
0: trying so hard, you guys. <laughs> well, and that, that was after the scene with Cosimo, where Kasima says, you know, you have to love all of us. So it does feel like Delphine's really trying to sort of reach out and, you know, see, I'm harmless. Please like me. <laughs> and nobody's having it. And I do, I do kind of feel bad for Delphine in, in those moments. That was sweet though. I thought when they're in the procedure room and, Kira's having the bone marrow extracted and uh, Delphine sort of trying to comfort Sarah.
1: Mm-hmm. Aw. I, I, I did really like seeing Delphine interacting with Sarah and Mrs. S, you know, that, that scene with the three of them in Mrs. S's house, I thought was great. A- and yeah, like <laughs> even though clearly Cosima <laughs> is in a relationship with Delphine and and trust Delphine, at least to some extent. You know, Delphine has yet to win over the rest of Clone Club. And I think it was really interesting to see her outside kind of struggling to earn their trust toward the later end of the season. Mm hmm. Because she's trying so hard to love them all. And then Rachel tricks her and something terrible happens. And she feels so terrible and she cries. And I, I, I cry too.
0: I still maintain, though, in in the situation with Rachel, because I know people are mad about, you know, Delphine, how could you fall for that? But really, what was she supposed to do, right? Yeah. Because what if it had been true? Because how, how the heck is Delphine supposed to know whether or not it's true? Know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What if it had turned out to be true, but she didn't say anything because she thought it was a trap, and then they would blame her more for that? <laughs> know what I mean? Yes.
1: Yeah, it was, she had to say something. Like, she couldn't not say anything. Yeah.
0: It's a no-win situation.
1: It is a no-win situation. So what do we think might get the rest of Clone Club to the point where they would trust Delphine? Because I was thinking about it, and we don't see Delphine and Sarah and Felix interact after what happens with Kira, right? I think that's correct, yeah. Because I feel like that's a That's a grudge that that everybody who loves Kira, who's really close to Kira, could hold against Delphine for kind of a long time
0: right i, I guess one of my big questions is, do they know that Delphine enabled Kasima and Scott to help Sarah? right, because there's that, and then as far as what Delphine would have to do, I would think she'd have to leave dyad probably and also maybe cure Kasima. <laughs> I think that might win them over, maybe <laughs> thoughts ctrin
3: um trying to think i don't I don't know if there will ever come a time where they all trust her completely, but I feel like if I don't know, I feel like there are things that could completely prove that she's on their side, if like I don't know she takes their side in a battle to the death or something, but I don't. <laughs> But I don't really know. I don't know what could change their minds at this point. They um, they have a lot of good reason not to trust her. So,
0: mm-hmm. I think a lot of the problem at this point is that they don't really spend enough time with her to know her.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah. of course,
0: they're not really willing to at this point either because they already feel betrayed by her. So it's a tricky situation. That's why I'm saying that I think... <laughs> It's, t- it's going to take a lot, I feel like, at this point.
1: Yeah, because I, I feel like the fact that she helped Cosima and Scott free Sarah, she gave them some really crucial information. I hope that maybe goes toward at least Sarah having mushier feelings toward Delphine. but
0: But not too mushy. <laughs> yeah, but
1: not too mushy. We can't go there yet. But at the same time, you know, I, I, that was a huge thing that happened where she accidentally, she didn't mean to, but accidentally enabled Rachel to take Kira. So I feel, yeah, she's got a long way to go. <laughs> and, and I agree. I feel like if she left Dyad and that maybe that would be a step. But at the same time, it's useful for Clone Club to have somebody who's on their side in Dyad. But at the same time, they don't feel that she's totally on their side. So, yeah, I feel like Delphine's kind of in a tough spot. Mm-hmm. Although,
0: thinking about it now, here people are upset with Delphine for falling for Rachel's trick. Sarah fell for it, too. In what regard? Because Delphine gave the information she had to Sarah, and then Sarah also accused... Oh, yeah. Yeah. The guy whose name... Oh, Benjamin. Benjamin. Also accused Benjamin of working for Rachel. For a second, before they figured out what really happened. I'm just saying. So much deception on this show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so speaking of Delphine working for Dyad, we know she's an immunologist. Do we think she might have been working on curing the clone disease before we met her?
1: I kind of think so.
3: I don't know. Cause she doesn't seem to have a lot of information about it. Like, when... She um, is showing Casima Jennifer's video diaries. She was like, "I just found out about this." Mm. And I don't know if you assume she's telling the truth. Then I would think that she probably wasn't working on the disease because she doesn't seem to know a whole lot about the other clones who were dealing with it.
1: So, is it possible she was working on the disease but not aware of Jennifer's situation?
3: Yeah, I guess that's possible. I just feel like that would be a good source of information for people working on the disease since like prior to that, they had, cause they said Jennifer died like three days before that, that episode, that scene, whatever. And I feel like that would have been a good source of information for people working on curing the disease to have. Cause I mean, as far as we know, Cosima, Katya and Jennifer are the only ones who had issues with the disease so far. So I feel like if she'd been working on the disease, she would have been aware of Jennifer.
0: I wonder if it would have been like that she'd been statistically aware of Jennifer, but not yeah, that's in terms of video diaries, because they, they did make a big point of saying that Dyad is um is very compartmentalized. Yeah, yeah that's true.
1: Because when she gives Cosima's blood, to Leakey, she says 324B21 B2, is showing symptoms just like the other two. Oh, that's
3: right. I forgot so about she, that.
1: She does mention that she knows that at least two other clones has have shown signs of the respiratory disease. But I guess this is also a question for maybe people who are more sciencey than we are. Besides working on perhaps this, this hereditary illness that the clones seem to have... What else as an immunologist might Delphine have been working on in the clone procedure? Could she have been working on I don't on the clone process in some way? It, I don't know enough about scientific specialties to kind of understand what else she might have been working on in regards to maybe the cloning process.
0: So please enlighten us scientists.
1: Yes. Yes. So if there are sciencey people out there who know, please tell us. We're interested in science. We're just not knowledgeable of it. <laughs> I don't know, because I, I don't. I, it's a good question, though. It is a good question because she seems to know about the treatment that Jennifer was receiving when they're doing the autopsy. But at that point, she might have just read all the files. So I don't know. It is, it is a question of whether she was working on the disease prior to meeting Kasima. I just wonder, is all? Yeah.
0: Oh, I think I've mentioned that before too, because she said something about being familiar with. Kasima's designation of 324B21, so it seems like she'd seen the files at some point, but whether or not that was related to actually getting to know Kasima or if she was already familiar with Kasima, which I think we maybe talked about in the prior episode. I don't know. I'm thinking about it too much again, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've sort of left off with questions about Delphine and any future role delphine will have because people are freaking out whether or not she'll be in season three i think she will be and people are also worried about whether or not she has died i don't think she did that would make it more difficult for her to be in season three but (laughs) (laughs) she'll just appear in kasima's visions every so often (laughs) no 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 not really
1: i think she'll come back what what did you think, Katrin? Did you think she was supposed to be dead at the end of the second season?
3: I don't think she's dead for like the sole reason that like she's a very popular character, and you don't kill off a very popular character without making it hurt. Making it clear that's what you're doing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like I was going to say, I, I thought you were going to end that sentence unless you're Joss Whedon. But yeah,
1: <laughs> well, especially then. But like, but I Joss mean... Whedon though, he would make it hurt. You know, it would oh, be on yes, screen. Cosima would be crying over her. It would have to hurt. Well, if
3: Joss Whedon were writing this, Cosima would have just been cured. They would be really happy (laughs) together, and then a bullet would come through the window at the last second.
0: That's very specific.
3: (laughs) I have a lot of feelings about Tara.
1: I
0: do, too. Uh, So do I.
1: We're, we're all three, I think, suffering from, like, post-Joss Whedon traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> but, like,
3: I mean, really, I think Delphine is a pretty popular character. Cosima and Delphine is a very popular relationship. They're not going to kill that character and, by extension, that relationship without making it very clear that that's what's happening. If you're going to kill off a character like that, you go, like, you do it all the way. And it's not just, oh, by the way, she's dead.
0: And Graham Manson very specifically cited the death of Tara in that one, I think it was the
1: Reddit Mm -hmm. interview, so, yeah. Yes,
3: which gives me hope.
1: I was like, thank you, Graham Manson.
3: Yes, really. Me too.
1: Stephanie? Yeah, I I don't think she's dead either. I, I think she will be in season three. I'm curious what that's going to look like, because at the end of season two, she'd been shipped off to, it was Germany, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. By by Rachel. But very soon after that, Rachel kind of, I think, gets dethroned a little bit because Marion is able to release Sarah and Kira. And, you know, Rachel's got a pencil in her eye. She's preoccupied. So will that decision still stand? Will Delphine be back in in not Toronto? (laughs) Clone Ronto? Um, (laughs) It's Toronto. I know it's Toronto. (laughs) But they don't like to say. Or... Are they going to still have her be in Germany? Are they going to, like, use that as a vehicle to bring in more of the European clone storyline, which we got a taste of in the first season, but then never fully explored? I don't know. Like, what it, What do you two envision as to what might be a storyline for Delphine in season three?
3: I have no idea. <laughs> I, I don't, I can't make predictions with this show. I know. Because I'm always wrong. So I I really, I have no expectations. I feel like we will probably see her in Frankfurt in season three, but I don't know for how long or what will go on there. I have, I have no, no idea. No clue.
0: I'm curious if Delphine actually got to the plane. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause like, we don't really know. We saw her get escorted out of the building or escorted on the elevator, but that was the last we saw, or, or yeah, uh-huh. you know, that was actually her.
1: Yes, that was not a dream vision.
0: Right. So, I don't know. I'm curious what they're going to do. I think it would be interesting if they had her in Germany, but I don't know. Then they'll have to Skype her in for interactions with the other characters.
1: I think it might be, like I mentioned earlier, I think it might be interesting for the character to kind of have her elsewhere, at least for a little bit. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the third season. But not too long. But not too long. <laughs> Definitely not too long. Because <laughs> <laughs> we like Delphine, and we want her to come back. Maybe this is like could be an opportunity for her to really win the clone's trust. She gets shipped over to Germany and figures out how to do something really insidious to the clone project or something.
2: Hmm.
0: I'm going to make a prediction that will not happen. Okay. <laughs> because that's the only kind I know how to make. But it might be kind of fun. Here Here's an idea for a fan fiction, somebody. (laughs) Okay, so somehow in Delphine's travels, she intercepts the caster project and finds that they have Helena. And maybe somehow Delphine helps Helena escape from the caster people, and they both come back to Clone Club in Toronto.
3: I'm going to be totally honest with you. I've read at least three fan fictions where exactly that happens. Really?
1: Yeah. I like that idea. <laughs> I haven't seen any fanfic, but... I actually do really like that idea. Yes, I
3: like it too. I think that could be pretty interesting.
1: Because they did have Helena getting on an airplane. So that would be really, I think, a cool idea if they somehow cross paths and Delphine and Helena team up in some way to escape their respective situations
0: now i really want to see helena and delphine interacting i know right that could be bizarre <laughs> i hadn't
1: thought about it before
0: but now i really want to see it
3: i basically want to see delphine interact with everyone she hasn't interacted with already i want delphine and tony to meet i want delphine and helena to meet because i just feel like this could be these could provide wonderful scenes of slight discomfort and hilarity yes
0: yes and even though technically Kira and Delphine have met, I would like to see them interact more. Maybe they could, like, compare hair or something.
1: <laughs> they could have a conversation about hair care.
0: <laughs> and then Helena could get in on that, too. Yes,
1: because curly blondes, you know? And Helena would be
0: all like, I like your hairs. <laughs> is that, is that what happened to the fan fictions? I need to know now. <laughs>
4: Hi, I'm Sam, uh, Sam's geek based on Tumblr. Um, firstly, I wanted to thank Stephanie and Chris for doing a Delphine episode. I'm really excited to hear the podcast and just wanted to add a couple of my own thoughts. I think Delphine is a character that divides fans in her motivations and the grey area of morals when it comes to science. But I like to feel for the most part, Delphine's dilemma isn't the science. It's her absolute love for this woman who she would do anything for and cross any line. When Cosima tells her that she could destroy her career and Delphine laughs, I always feel it's because Delphine is so far beyond thinking about her career. She's just devoted to saving the woman she loves. I like that Delphine's a mystery. We really know nothing that isn't fabricated about her past, and I'm really intrigued to know more about Delphine's backstory, when she left France and came across to work for Dyad, whether she was blackmailed um, or whether it was a crazy science that drew her in, and whether she'd monitored any claims prior to Casima. So yes, we love our French puppy, not just for her magical hair, but also for her conviction and her absolute love for Casima, which Evelyn plays so beautifully.
2: Hi, Chris and Stephanie. It's Sally. I, I'm glad you guys are doing an episode about Delphine. I can't wait to listen to it. When she first came into the storyline, it was kind of obvious that she was a secret agent, and I was a little suspicious of her. And then I was suspicious when she appeared to suddenly develop romantic feelings for Kasima. I kind of didn't believe it at first and I thought maybe it was just part of how she was uh trying to go undercover, <laughs> get it, um to find out more information about what Kasima knew about the clone project. But I did grow to believe it. And then I was also surprised, pleasantly surprised that even though it was her first relationship with a woman, that the main part of her storyline was not coming out trauma or angst. And, you know, I think this is a relatively recent trend with TV shows in, you know, the last however long. And it's totally cool. It still takes me by surprise. I, you know, I came of age or whatever in an era where the coming out angst and trauma was always a major part of the storyline. So... You know, I love the point that they're making that love is love, and it's not a big deal. What is a big deal is Dyad and clones. But about Delphine herself, I just, I really like the character. She's very smart. I love science geeks. And, you know, I i love her personality. Like, she's very warm and genuine, and she's not, like, a loud or boisterous person trying to make herself the center of attention. You know, not that, not that Kasima is like that either, but I think they balance each other out very nicely and, you know, it's the quiet ones you got to watch out for. But, you know, I enjoy having her as a character on the show and I'm looking forward to hopefully she'll get out of Germany and come back and save the day. Thank you to Sam and
0: Sally for sending in voice messages. We also got a couple of emails. We have one from Richard. He says, I like Delphine, but at first I was worried she didn't love Cosima when she spy-banged her to get information for Leaky. When she later followed Cosima to Canada, I knew she really loved her. Because she is from France, I think maybe she knows more about the remaining European clones. There are some theories floating around that Delphine died off-screen at the end of Season 2, but I'm sure we will see more of her in the third season. And we also got an email from Edith and she says, I really, really like Delphine. She's my favorite monitor. She's smart, gorgeous, and is great with and for Cosima. She works for the Dyad, but I believe she does love Cosima and will do anything to help her. I do wish the writers would give her more to do. Evelyn is such a good actress that she absolutely can do more. Delphine should come back from Frankfurt with her own science team and take over Dyad. I want badass Delphine for season three. So thank you so much to the people who sent us their thoughts about Delphine to include in the episode. And thank you to Katrin for offering to be our guest.
1: Glad to be here. And remember, you can check out Katrin's podcast, McKinley Cast, on, on iTunes, if you are a Freaks and Geeks fan, or even if you're not, because it's an intro cast, which means they are it's spoiler-free and they're watching from the beginning. So I really love Freaks and Geeks. If you haven't seen it, I re- highly recommend watching it.
0: And just a note to anybody, uh, I know that the website, because it's Tumblr-based, isn't always easy to access, especially if you're on a mobile device. Uh, if you just want the episodes, you can get them by typing into your browser, com slash episodes.
1: So please let us know your thoughts about Delphine. We would love to hear them. You can go and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode over at tatianaiseveryone.com slash 47. You can send us an email to feedback at tatianaiseveryone.com, or you can send us a voice message by clicking on the send voicemail tab on the right-hand side of our website. You can follow us on Twitter at TIE Podcast, and we're also on Facebook.
0: And this week, the adorable but awkward and kind of uncomfortable Science Help and Snuggles was played by Tatiana Massani. Thanks for listening.